You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro with this week's episode of Women Inspiring Women. And before we dive into the content for today, I just want to give a quick shout out to our listener of the week. This listener left me this great message, Stephanie Rowe. She said, Melanie, I just have to say I recently subscribed to your podcast and I absolutely love it. I listen to you often in the car, which is great for my drive, but it stinks because I can't take notes because of all the nuggets of wisdom you are sharing with each of us, especially fellow coaches and other women entrepreneurs. I am so grateful for you and your sharing of the struggles that you do and have been through as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, thank you, Stephanie, so much for leaving me this wonderful review here on iTunes. If you can send me an email at mjmitro at gmail.com, I will send you a little something special um, for giving me a review. And to everybody else out there listening and sharing, make sure you download, you subscribe, and you share. Keep sharing. I love that you guys give me great feedback and tell me what your takeaways are every single week. I love to share them on my IG stories as well. So if you want to go leave me a review, it would mean the world to me um, to help growing the podcast. And if you have any topics of training or motivation or things you would like me to speak on, please let me know. I'm happy to take that content to help develop future episodes. All right. This week, we are going to talk a little bit about an event I did last week. I actually partnered up with three other entrepreneurs, business owners um, in the Pittsburgh area, and we hosted an event called the Intentional Holiday Hustle. And that event went amazing. And it really spurred for me just some some great conversation and dialogue in my own mind about the way that I want my holidays to look and feel. And so today I want to share with you some business strategy and some business tips for how you can have an intentional holiday hustle where you can still reach your business goals, but you can also sort of respect the boundaries and actually enjoy your holiday season. So I want to tell you a little story about myself. I, those of you that know me know that I'm a very goal-driven person, that when I set my mind to something, I go all in. It's not one foot in, not one foot out. And my very first year in business, um, I was six months in to building my organization and it was the holiday season. And I was vying for a spot on our rewards trip and I had to hit a certain number of points commissions and sales to earn a spot on that trip also I wanted so badly to be able to earn enough cash for my holiday season $500 was the goal I set for myself so that we didn't have to put a dime on a credit card so that in January we wouldn't have to scrimp and save and argue and fight about the budget 
I also hated that I had a limit, that I was only about allowed to spend, you know, 15 to $20 a person because it was really hard for me to find what I wanted to buy somebody for that amount of money. And then it was so stressful, you know, I could just see, even though Matt tried to, my husband tried to act like it didn't bother him, the presents under the tree, the money that we spent, it wasn't joyful. It was stressing him out because we couldn't afford to buy the things that we wanted to buy, right? And then we would have to just, we would have to be so frugal for the next couple of months to recuperate our costs. And heaven forbid we didn't get the bonus from his company that year, or heaven forbid something broke or somebody got sick and we had added expenses that now had to come out of our savings or had to go on a credit card. And so the holidays were very stressful. And so when my company came into my life, I just really, that was a tangible goal for me. I want to earn enough money so that I can pay for that that Christmas and I can take that burden off of our family. And so I made this little visual for myself. And every time I earned commissions, you know, I would mark that off the box and I would close my eyes. And, And every single night before I would go to bed and I would fall into bed and I would say, this is hard. It's so hard to raise two kids. It's so hard to be a stay at home mom. It's so hard to be on my fitness journey and build a business at the same time with a spouse that does not support me, not even one ounce. And I remember just closing my eyes and visualizing that Christmas tree and those presents. And I just said to myself, Melanie, go to bed, wake up tomorrow when your feet hit the floor. Just remember why you're doing this. You know you have a mission. You know you have a vision. You know you have a purpose. And you know you can do this. And it's going to feel so good when you wake up on Christmas morning and you look at that tree and you know that that was because of your hard work. And it was the screensaver of my phone. There were sticky notes on my computer screen. There was a note on my bathroom mirror. And every single time that alarm would go off, I would think about how I wanted to accomplish that goal and it would jolt me out of bed. And I would also think to myself every single time I didn't want to get out of bed or I didn't want to send those invites or make those posts or I was tired and I would much rather take a nap on the couch than do my work. I would think about telling my children that mommy was too lazy and so she couldn't buy you that present that you really wanted or mommy was too afraid of what other people would think so she couldn't, you know, so she didn't send the invites or invite that person to join her team. And I would think about that and I was like, that is so selfish. Like, come on. Melanie pull up your big girl pants and let's do this and so for me right it was like game on but I did this game on recklessly and now looking back I say to myself I could have totally done this a different way and I could have reached my goal and I could have had a little more balance but I wasn't being very intentional with my time and I was such a wrecking ball at that point that I missed out on some things in my life that I feel guilty about, if I can be really honest with you. And so, and also it led me to some serious burnout. I had some periods of burnout where I physically just could not come up with anything more to post. I mean, I was so burnt out because I was working my business 24 seven. I was never putting it down. I was never taking a break. I wasn't even resting in my workouts. And that is really unhealthy. And so yes, I had some health issues because of it. You know, I have this crazy eye twitch which my friend also has as well Um, I would have this sort of I would start to get kind of very sick and ill every Christmas and every New Year's and so two years ago I really started to lean into this concept of self-care and how important that it is that you can't run if you can't rest and my mentor said to me you know Melanie you are no good if you aren't creative 
And so you have to recognize, number one, when your creative days, times of the day are, and really work in those pockets when you can, but then also being purposeful with your downtime. And he always used to say to me, like, are you resting? Are you taking time for your family? Are you unplugging? And for a long time, my answer was no. And then all of this sort of compounded, right? And I realized that if I don't make a change, I am going to regret it. And I'm going to be seriously ill because I don't take care of myself. And so this is really where I started to say to myself, intentional rest, Melanie, intentional rest. And not the kind of rest, let me give you an example. I also used to say, oh, I'm resting. And I would get on the couch and I would have my pajamas on and I would say I'm going to watch some TV with my kids and I'd, I would pull, get the blanket and the kids would sit next to me and I would get on my computer and start answering emails. But I would say I was hanging out with my family, my friends. That is not hanging out with your family. That is working. That is rest. That is working disguised as rest. It doesn't, it's not the same. All right. So it means you put it away. You don't have your phone near you. You are creating memories with your family. You are doing something with your spouse and your phone is not around you, right? Your laptop is not nearby. So let's talk a little bit about this holiday season. I know that we all have business goals because it's also the fourth quarter and we are pushing. But I also know that we have things and traditions and memories and things we like to do during the holiday season. And we need to make sure that we have a balance of both. So let's talk about a few things that can really help us in this planning process. I want you to take a a moment and just write down what are the things that you love to do between now and the end of the year. Is it baking Christmas cookies with your mom? Is it going to see Santa or doing, you know, one of the train rides? Is it going ice skating? Is it making, um, you know, nut rolls with you with your grandmother? You know, what are some of the memories? Is it Christmas shopping with your sister? Is it having your friends over for a holiday party? You know, I want you to think about the things that bring you joy over the holidays. And I want you to write a list of them down. And then I want you to say to yourself, at the end of the year, on December 31st, what would make you look back and say, I really enjoyed this holiday. I really feel like I actually was in the moment and I enjoyed the people around me. So I want you to take some time and actually kind of write that out. What does that look like? Once you write that out, I want you to say to yourself, okay, now that I've written it out, I need to put it on my calendar. So I want you to get out your calendar And I want you to say to yourself, when am I going to do these things? And I want you to look at your calendar and write in all the holiday parties you know of right now. And then I want you to say to yourself, I'm going to bake Christmas cookies with my mom on this date. Send her a message right now. All right. I'm going to have a holiday party. Create the Evite and send it out right now. I want you to say, I'm going to go Christmas shopping with my best friend. Send her a message. This is the day. Put it on the calendar. I'm going to take my kids to see Santa. This is when we're going to do it. Put it on the calendar. All right. Now it's not, well, if we get time, it is scheduled in. Those are the things that are important to you. All right. The next thing is I want you to say, I got to make sure, what are my business goals? What are the things I need to accomplish this year? Because our business goals are important and there is a lot of hustle at the end of the year to reach the qualifications that some companies have for 
you know, rewards programs and incentives and recognition. And so we don't ever want to say to ourselves, I could have done more. If I would have been more disciplined, if I would have been more focused, let's just put it out there. And so for me, let's just say that $500 cash for Christmas, or I wanted to be the top 0.01% of the company, which is called elite. I would say to myself, okay, Melanie, what is it going to take to get there? Am I going to need to work extra hours? Am I going to need to carve out extra time? Am I going to need to get buy-in from my spouse? Because these goals are important. And so I'm going to say to myself, all right, week by week, this is what my business hours are going to look like. And this is where the sacrifice is going to happen. And then I want you to actually go to your spouse and share with them what your business goals are. And then I want you to say to them, I'm going to need your help if you need their help. And you actually describe what help means. Because how many of us say, I need your help, and then we expect our spouse to be able to translate that into help is defined as you're going to have to do the laundry and you're going to have to cook dinner and you're going to have to put the kids to bed. No, tell them, hey, I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need to be on the uh, home on Wednesday nights. I'm going to need to be able to work, you know, these many nights a week. I'm going to need you to cook dinner or, you know, get the kids bathed and ready for bed on these days. Like actually specifically defining what help and support looks like because they can't read your mind. And men don't read minds very well at all. If you tell them what you need, they can do it, all right? So define help. Then the next thing I want you to do is say, where am I gonna fit my loved ones in? Especially if you're asking your spouse for support, make sure you're giving him some undivided attention. And wink, wink, you know what I mean. Like if you keep your man happy, they are going to do whatever you need them to do. All right, so I'm just gonna put that out there. No filter. My face is definitely turning red that I just actually said that in my podcast, but it's the truth. And my best friend will tell me all the time, like do your thing and you will get what you want truth so schedule in the time right and make sure they know hey Thursday night we're gonna get a sitter we're going out to dinner or Thursday night we are gonna put the kids to bed open a bottle of wine and we're gonna catch up on our tv shows just schedule that time in so they know that you're pushing for a goal but you also have purposeful time that you've worked in for you guys to work on your relationship as well all right okay now here's the next part We are pulled in 10 million directions. There's holiday shops at the kids' schools. There's PTA functions. There are Christmas parties. There's neighborhood parties. There's work parties. There's, you know, school mom parties. There's, you know, volunteering for this, that, and the other. And so I want you to say to yourself, is this activity I'm about to commit to honoring my priorities? Is it honoring my prayer? If I say yes to this, am I actually taking away from quality time with my family? Am I taking away from business hours? Yes. Maybe you are somebody that is home all day with your children and you could go in and read to the class or you could go in and volunteer or you could take a whole week and help out in the classroom. Maybe your kids are in school all day long, right? But is that the best use of your time? Because if your priorities are building this business and reaching these end of year goals, you may need to say to yourself, you know what? Not this year. This year, I'm going to need to gracefully decline, even though I, you know, and just say like, I have another commitment. I have something else I'm committed to. Unfortunately, I can't help out. Or you could say, I can help from this time to this time, but I can't do all of it. So learn to say no. 
You know, that is a really big thing for me. And I know so many people that just say yes to everything because number one, they're like, I can totally do that. And then they think to themselves, I can do it, but I don't really want to. Or I can do it, but I don't really have the time, but I'll squeeze it in because I feel guilty telling somebody no. You have to stop feeling guilty for telling people no. And that's a big thing I had to realize is I'm not rude about it, but I just say, you know what? I have another commitment. I can't. I would really love to, but it just, I cannot fit another thing in right now. And I would not want to let you down by doing it half ass and not showing up and doing my best work. And then you also have to say to yourself, is it bringing me joy? Like, for example, I, you know, volunteering for the holiday shop, I could do it if somebody asked me to, but it doesn't bring me joy. I would so much rather use my time with my kids somewhere else, going to see the Grinch movie or going to visit Santa. And so I just really say to myself before I say yes, is it bringing me closer to my goal? Is it bringing me joy? Is it going to fit into my schedule? Is it something that I'm required to do? You know, like, is this really fitting into my life right now? And so those very simple questions are, are, will help you to be able to make better decisions. So over the holidays, just find yourself with a pause. Is this fitting in my priorities? Yes or no. If the answer is no, then just gracefully decline. All right. The last couple of things that I want to share with you is this. There are four things that Joy and Bree, who co-hosted with this event with us, kind of gave us some tips. And I just want to reiterate these things that they shared because they were so powerful. My friends, over the holidays, I want you to do things for you. When I say that, it's like I like to meditate every single day for 10 minutes in the morning. That's something I do for me. Every single day, six days a week, I work out 20 minutes a day. It is not selfish. I have a mile-long to-do list of things I need to do throughout the day, but if I don't get my workout in, I am not a very good mom. I don't have as good patience. I'm not as patient with the people that I work with on my team, right? I'm not as patient with my spouse. I need to get that energy out. It's my place to sweat it out. It is not selfish, right? And other things that I do for me are I take a nap on Sundays. Every Sunday afternoon, if there is a football game on, I love the Steelers, but when they play a one o'clock Steeler game, I am like, hallelujah. My husband turns on the fireplace. I get on a, in a cozy blanket. I get on the couch and I take a nap and I don't feel guilty about it, right? It's okay for me to take a little time for me so that I am recharged and my mind is rested. So self-care is not selfish. It is not, it does not make you a bad person. If you don't take care of yourself, nobody else will. And you won't be good for anybody else if you aren't on top of your own game. The next thing is, this really stuck out to me. And even yesterday, we were at my mom's for Thanksgiving. And we were celebrating Thanksgiving with my parents at their house. And we had finished the Thanksgiving dinner. And my mom had been in the kitchen. And um, and she was cleaning up. And, and I just looked at her and I said, Mom. The dishes can wait. And she just looked at me and she said, but I, but, but Aunt Sue and, and Grandma, they want to do the dishes now. And I was like, Mom, you're not in the picture. I go, you want to be with your grandchildren. The dishes can wait. And she just put down the towel and walked away. And she was like, you're so right. Her idea of a holiday is everybody together spending time. So if you're the kind of person that every dish needs to be done, everything needs to be a certain way, you know, you're always up entertaining and you're not actually in the picture spending time with your family on the holidays, 
don't make it so fancy. Nobody cares about what the house looks like or how clean the kitchen is after you eat. Do you know what people care about? They care about the memories. So remind yourself, don't worry about being perfect. Be present in the moment. The third thing is be mindful of your social media, especially this week. There is, this is not an excuse to unplug 24-7 and not get on social media at all, especially if you run a social media business. You can't check out, but you can be intentional about it. One of the things that I'm really good at is I get up early because I want to get my work done before our day gets started. And if I can work from 5 to 9 in the morning, I am happy as a clam. I can write out my social media posts. I can have them in the notes section of my phone. I can take the pictures that morning or the day before. And then I can just post them when I'm ready to post. But I get it off. I get off social media. And when my family's over, I don't sit there and scroll. And when we're having dinner, my phone's not around me. And I make the time to just be off social media and enjoy the company of those around me. And guys, here's the last thing. And I shared this actually on a call I did today. It is okay to not be um, a short order cook. You know, in an online social media self-employed business, we want to respond right away because we don't want to miss a sale. We don't want to miss out on an opportunity for somebody to join our team or buy a product. But here's the thing. There is no reason for your notifications to be on on any of your devices. Mine are not on right now. You, If you were to look at my phone, you would see no instant messenger notifications, no Instagram DMs, no emails, no text messages. They're silenced. When it's business time, I do business. When it's family time, I do family. And when I respond at random times of the day, like nine o'clock on a Saturday night and, you know, Sundays at, you know, during church, I am sending the message that I work all the time. And so if people can't wait an hour or two for me to respond and they're going to sign up with somebody else, then they are not going to be the right person for me because I have boundaries, I have business hours, and I will always respond within 12 hours. But people have to you have to understand like you do not need to respond right away so turn off those those notifications so it doesn't tempt you it doesn't make you anxious right because when you see those messages popping up of course we want to answer them we are human but if you just don't even have those notifications turned on it will be less of an issue all right so i want you to have a joyful holiday as we wrap up today's um, podcast i want you to enjoy your week And I know that there are ways that you can do this, but we have to be intentional and purposeful with scheduling in the things that bring us joy, just as much as we are with scheduling in the things that we need to do for our business. And the last piece of advice I'm going to give to you is this. Be, it's okay to say no to things that people are asking you to do. And it is also okay to say no to going places or surrounding yourself with people that do not bring you joy, that do not lift you up. And so if you have to spend a holiday like that, just remember, it's okay to say no to that too. And gracefully bow out of a situation where people aren't accepting you for who you are. All right, my friends, I hope today's episode rocked your world and I hope you sit down and you write out what your what a joyful holiday season means to you. I hope you put it on the calendar and I hope that you come back and tell us all about your intentional 
holiday season. And here you go. The hashtag that um, that we kind of came up with, actually Brie and Joy came up with it. It's hashtag holidays my way. And we would love for you to write out what, the, what are the things that make your holidays a little bit extra special. Use that hashtag. Take a picture of your list. Um, Tag us all on Instagram and Facebook. We want to see. Uh, we want to see how you're going to do holidays your way this year. All right, my friends. I hope you have a wonderful week and a really wonderful Thanksgiving. And I will see you back next Tuesday with our next episode. Take care, everybody.